You are listening to Victory Alabang Podcast. God fights for us in times of struggle. Discover more about this truth in this series' Week 1 message by Pastor Jonathan Ramirez. Ngayong araw na to tayo'y muling mag-aaral ng salita ng Diyos more than a song. May ko ba kayo sa musika? Sinong may sa music dito? Basically, alam mo ninyo, part mo ng culture natin bilang mga Pilipino, yung pagkahilig natin sa musika, hindi po ba? Pero ang ating pag-uusapan sa oras na ito ay higit pa sa musika. That's why it's more than a song. It is our worship series for four weeks. Ito po yung ating pag-uusapan. Now, kaya po nagtataka yung bakit kaya more than a song. Maraming nagtatanong, bakit ganyan tanong ibig sabihin yan? More than a song, more than a song. And the fact is, for four weeks, pag-uusapan natin is about worship. Because we say that worship is more than a song. Amen? You can actually sing without necessarily worshiping. You can even lift up your hands and shout, but you are not actually worshiping because worship starts from the heart. If we define worship, worship is honoring, glorifying, giving reverence, adoration, devotion, respect to God at all times in all area of one's life. Now, kapag tayo pupasok dito, kumakanta tayo, this is what you call congregational singing. Okay? But what really matters to God is not just the song that we sing, but the song really that's in our hearts. Amen? It's not the song that comes out of our mouth, but what's inside our hearts. Because worship starts from here. Sabihin nyo nga, here. Ulitin nyo, here. Parang wala kayong puso ah. Ay, nawawala ba? Okay? It is when you honor God. That means worship is not limited in song. We can actually worship God in our workplace. You can actually work, worship God in our school. You can actually worship God in any situation of life. That is why sa apat na linggo, pag-uusapan po natin ay yung iba't ibang karanasan natin na kung saan, kahit na maganda o hindi maganda yung nararanasan mo, you can still worship God. Sa unang linggo, ngayon po yun, pag-uusapan natin in times of battle. Next week po, in times of weakness, para dun sa mga nangihina. So ngayon, para dun sa mga mayroong gera, sa inyong mga may labanan sa buhay. Okay? At next week, para dun sa mga mayroong mga nararanasang kahinaan sa kanilang buhay. Pangatlo, in week three, in times of injustice. At pangapat is in times of failure. Magagawa ba natin na sambahin ng Panginoon sa mga ganitong sandali ng ating buhay? Yan po yung ating pag-uusapan. At bago natin, bago tayo uh, magpatuloy, ang title po ngayon, once again, is In Times of Battle. Sabihin natin, In Times of Battle. Okay. Sino po dito may mga kinakaharap na mga gera ng buhay? Taas ang kamay. Hindi ba? Wala. Baka naman natutulog lang kayo. Ang isang taong nasa gera, may hawak na sandata at naroon sa battlefield. Remember this, Christianity is not a playground, it is a battleground. Ulitin ko, Christianity is not a playground wherein we can just play like kids. Christianity is a battleground. Because while it is true that we believe and enjoy our relationship with God, we cannot deny the reality that the enemy is like a roaring lion looking for someone whom to devour. Andiyan ang kaaway, naghahanap ng masisila, may mga problema siyang pinapadala, sakit, karamdaman, mga uh, pagkalugi sa negosyo, mga problema sa pamilya. These are all enemies that we need to fight with. But you know what? The good news is that we are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. Amen. 
That is why, even in the midst of battle, we can worship God. Now, may pakikita po ako sa inyong mga pictures dito, and I hope ma- ma- maramdaman ninyo yung spirit behind us ating pong pag-aaralan. Okay? Nakakita na po kayo ng boxing na ganyan. Okay? Just by looking at it. Okay? Kung kayo, halimbawa, ah, bawal sa atin ang magsugal. Pero kung kayo ay pupusta, sino kanino kayo pupusta dyan? Sino? Sino sabi yung malaki? Parang wala, wala mo lumalaki. Kayo ba'y narito? Sino ang pupusta doon sa malaki? Taas ang kamay. Kayo, mga sugarol kayo ah. Okay. Now, isa pa. Yan. Ha, wrestling yan. Ha? Palagay nyo, meron bang pagkakataon na yung batang yan ay manalo dyan sa veteranong mandirigma na yan? Is there a way? Sigurado kayo, ha? Kasi alam nyo na pag-aaralan natin. <laughs> Kaya nasasabihin nyo yan, eh. Pero in a real battle, kung panoroorin mo yan, alam mo na yung kahihinatnan, di ba? Using our natural eyes and natural judgment, alam ko alam nyo na kung anong paghato na gagawin ninyo. Okay, ito pa. Hmm. Palagay nyo, mayroong paraan para uh, yung bata na yan, magawa niyang itumba. Yung isang mandirigma na yan, isang wrestler na yan, na professional. Ha? Maaaring sabihin nyo, paano nga naman, yun yung chan nga, hindi maikilos eh. Paano pa siya mananalo? Well, in reality, o oh, sabi natin, in reality of that contest, it's so easy for us to say, well, no much naman eh. Kaya nga sa boxing, di ba, kailangan pareho kayo ng weight category. Pag heavyweight, kailangan heavyweight din yung kalaban. Pag welterweight, kailangan welterweight din yung kalaban. Why? That's a being fair. But who among you believe that sometimes, not just sometimes, but many times, life is unfair? So sometimes the battles that we experience in life is more than what we can bear. And God, most of the time, allows it. You know why? So that we can always put our trust in Him. Yung tayo ay magtitiwala sa Kanya. Palagay niyo kung at biglang inatake sa puso yan. Panalo siya by default, right? Kung yung malaki niya, biglang inatake sa puso. But sabi natin, really, that is a very remote possibility. Napaka-bihira-bihira naman siguro yan. Di ba? Malay niyo, biglang yung ugat inabarahan ng kolesterol. So, di... Eh, nakaganyan na siya, nakatulak na siya. Sigurado, babagsak na siya. Nakakala ng bata, siya yung nakapagpabagsak. Pero actually, natake pala sa puso. Di ba? Now, it has something to do with sa ating pag-aaralan ngayon. Pero ano mo ba ninyo sa picture na yan? Yan po ang kinakaharap ng kapatid nating si Rufi Biason. He is a small man compared to the enemy of corruption in Bureau of Custom. Naawa ako sa kanya because... The entire administration believe that this man is a clean guy. Malinis ho itong tao na ito. Siya ay kapatid natin sa Panginoon. Pero vast ho yung problem, maraming mga forces outside, mga senator, kongresista, na nag-indurso ng mga port collectors at ng mga sub-collectors doon sa kanyang departamento na hindi niya magalaw. And so, yesterday, I was reading a newspaper ay nagsabit na ng resignation because yun ang kanyang hiningi, yung most of the collect district collectors are to give way for him to reshuffle them or to even change them. So God is moving. 
And let us keep on praying for him because siya ay parang maliit na bata na ang kalaban ay napakahiganti na na bago pa siya, actually hindi pa siya isinisilang ang problema ng korupsyon. Sa Bureau of Custom ay naroon na. Maliit pa lamang ako naririnig ko ng malaki ng korupsyon dyan. And so that's the battle that he's facing. The question is, is it possible for him, like a David, to defeat a Goliath? I say yes because God is with him. Makapatid, yan po ang ating pag-aaralan and we are going to talk about more than a song. Pabasahin po natin ang isang salmo, ang isang awit sa Biblia at titignan natin kung anong nasa likod nito. Okay? Tumayo po tayong lahat at basahin po natin ang sinasabi ng salita ng Panginoon. Psalm 144, beginning verse 1 up to 2 at as mamaya, jump po tayo sa 9 to 11. Okay, mandala po ba kayo? Praise be to the rock, praise be to the Lord my rock, who trains my hands for war, my fingers for battle. He is my loving God and my fortress, my stronghold and my deliverer, my shield in whom I take refuge, who subdues people under me. Dito pa lamang sa mga talatang ito, makikita nyo na, how David was actually saying, God trained him for war and his fingers for, bot- for battle. And in verse 9 up to 11, I will sing a new song to you, O God, on the ten strange lyre, will make music to you, to the ones who gives victory to kings, who delivers his servant David from deadly sword. Deliver me and rescue me from the hands of the foreigners, whose mouths are full of lies, whose right hands are deceitful. Tayo pong lahat ay manalangin. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for the moment that you have given us to study your word. Lord, ilagay mo po sa aming puso ang salita mo, ang aming mapag-aaralan. Buksan mo ang aming paningin. Ang aming atensyon ay kunin mo. At ang salita mo ay manatili sa aming mga puso at ito'y mabulay-bulay namin at ito'y aming maisagawa. Salamat po, Panginoon. We just give you the highest praise, honor, and glory because we know that your Spirit is here in our midst to teach us so many things. In Jesus' name, this we pray. Amen and amen. Ako po tayong lahat. Okay. Now, ito po ay binasa natin sa Salmo. Hindi ho ba? Maganda po nating pag-aralan kung ano po ba yung nasa likod ng awit na ito. Ito po ay isang awit na nilikha ni David. Okay? Kung babalikan natin yung verse 1 and 2, ang sabi niya, Praise the Lord. So ito isang pagpupuri. Who is my rock? He trains my hands for war and gives my fingers skill for battle. He is my loving ally and my fortress, my tower of safety, my rescuer. He is my shield and I take refuge in Him. He makes nations submit to me. Now, reading those passages, ano ang nararamdaman ninyo na kinakaharap ni David nung kanyang sinusulat o nung kanyang isinulat yung awitin na ito? Sige po, basahin ninyo. Nung marami kayo na salitang war, ng salitang battle, may rescuer, nasaan kaya yung kalagayan ni David? Nasa gera. Very good. Siya ay nasa isang labanan. Now, I would like to let you know, sa atin dito, sino rito mga mag-asawang may theme song? Taas ang kamay. Wala. Ay, hindi pala kayo mahilig sa musika. Sino may husband na may theme song? Sige, okay, mahiya. Wala nakakahiya. Actually, nakakatuwa nga yun eh. Yun may theme song kayo. Pag naririnig mo yung awit na yun, Why do birds suddenly appear? Kaya lang nalalaman yung edad mo kapag kinakanta mo yung mga awit na yun. Kung anong, ano yun, di ba? 
Ako pag narinig ko yung sana'y wala nang wakas. Diba? Nararamdaman naalala ko yung misis ko kasi during that time, wag mo na alamin yung taon na. Yun yung kantang sumisikat and I felt uh, parang inaawit ko sa kanya yon, di ba? Kapag ikaw ay ito sa common to sa mga composer, pag sila nagko-compose, kung ano yung nararamdaman nila at that particular moment, yun yung kanilang nalilikhang awit. Tama ho ba? Sa inyong magkasawa, kung ano yung nararamdaman nyo sa isa't isa, kumahanap kayo ng awit na tutugma doon sa inyong sitwasyon. Tama ho ba? Si David ho ay isa hong man, hindi lang mo siya umaawit, siya yung malilikha ng awit at siya ay sa imana ng banang Panginoon. Now, sa kanyang kalagayan, naisulat po niya yung mga bagay na ito sa kanyang kagalakan na siya ay sinasamahan ng Panginoon sa kanyang pakikidigma. At alam mo pa ninyo kanong digma ang sinasabi niya dito na nagbigay sa kanya ng tagumpay ang Panginoon? Ito yung tinatawag na David and Goliath fight. Okay? Tinalo niya si Goliath sa pamamagitan ng slingshot. Kaya po, titignan natin how David demonstrated worship in battle. Ang question ko kanina sa inyo is, magagawa ba natin sambay ng Diyos sa gitna ng mga battles of life? Yeah. Now, titignan natin because he demonstrated all of this courage, confidence, and conquest. We can put it also in this word, divine courage, divine confidence, divine conquest. Why? Because it was not a humanistic courage, confidence, and conquest. It's a victory that God has given him. That's why it's divine. It is something holy because God was the one who gave him the victory and not himself. It's not because of his might, it's not because of his strength, but because of the strength and might of God. Amen. Now, yan po yung tatlong pag-aaralan natin. Now, tingnan po natin yung courage. Okay? Pag-aralan muna natin ng konti yung background yung David of Goliath. Pamilyar ko ba kayo doon? Naku, bata pa lang ako eh. Kabisado ko na yung David and Goliath. Now, nagkaroon po ng digmaan sa pagitan ng, ng mga Israelites, the people of God, God's covenanted people, laban doon sa mga Philistines. So, Israel versus Philistine. Okay? Now, harapan ho yan, harapan. Ando dito yung mga armies ng, uh, ng the living God Tapos, naroon naman yung mga Philistine. Now, for 40 days, ito po ang si Goliath ay walang ginawa, kundi laitin ang armies of the living God. Okay? Lagi niyang dinidefy yung armies of the living God. Kasi yung mga Philistine, sumasamba sila sa iba't ibang Diyos-Diyosan. At ang mga Israelites, they were lifting up the name of the Lord in their lives. So, it's not just a battle of armies, it's a battle of gods. Adyan po kayo. So, labanan ho yan. So, si Goliath ngayon, okay, ay naroon, he stepped forward at nilait niya yung armies of the living God. Sabi niya, <laughs> Pumili kayo! Pumili kayo ng isang po pwedeng lumaban sa akin kung ako ay inyong tatalunin. Kaming lahat ay magiging alipin ninyo. Pero pagka siya naman ay aking tinalo, Kayo naman ang aking mga mag, kayo naman ang aming mga magiging alipin. Do you see the scenario? Nine feet si Goliath. Nanood ba kayo ng basketball kahapon? Talo. Tawag na naliko tayo, naliko. Balik tayo, balik, balik. Okay. 
Goliath, 9 feet tall. Alam niyo yung ring ng basketball, 10 feet yon. Isang ganyan na lang, wala roon sa ring, si Goliath, ganun katangkad. So kung basketball lang pag-uusapan, hindi na siya kailangan tumalong, gaganyan na lang yung bola. Ganun ko kayo na-imagine yung ganun kalaki si Goliath. Okay, now, 40 days nilalait yung armies of the living and they could not find someone willing to fight against him. Walang makita. Dito ba, may lalaban ba dito sa 9 feet tall? Tao. Wala, right? Ang laki. Veteranong mandirigma, hindi isang ordinaryong mandirigma yon. Marami ng pinatay, marami ng pinugutan ng ulo, marami na siyang winasak na tahanan. <laughs> Nalilikubro eh. Dinidefine niya for 40 days now. Itong si David, he was just a boy. Handsome. Handsome. Okay? At bilang bata, okay, utusan siya ng tatay niya. He was just actually a shepherd boy. Inutusan siya mag-alaga ng mga tupa. Okay? And faithful si David as a shepherd boy. Inutusan siya. Sabi niya, tatay na David, uh, magdala ka nga ng pagkain doon sa commander of the army at doon sa mga kapatid mo. Palamang nagugutom na. At bigyan mo kami ng assurance kung anong kanyang kalagayan doon. So si David, as obedient as he was, went and obeyed his father. So nagdala siya ng pagkain. E narinig niya yung sinabi ni Goliath. And that's exactly what the Bible said. David heard what Goliath said. Nagpanting yung tenga ni Goliath. Ay, hindi ganun, David. <laughs> Pero tutuwa ko sa inyo, nakikinig kayo. Tinusubukan ko lang kayo eh. <laughs> Galing talagang. Basta may lusot, may lulusot. Okay, so nagpanting yung tenga ni David. Sabi niya, sobra naman ito kung laitin niya. Tandaan po ninyo, 40 days, araw-araw. Yun ang sinasabi ni Goliath, nilalait ang buong bayan ng Israel. Ang Israel na siyang taglay-taglay ang pangalan ng Panginoon. Hindi ba kung tayo yun, para bang nakaka-insulto na sa Diyos natin, hindi ba? They were defying us, the covenanted people of God. At may nagsalita sa kap ng Israel ngayon. Sino man ang makakatalo at lalaban sa gulayat na ito ay bibigyan ng malaking kayamanan. Pangalawa, yung anak na babae ni Haring Saul ay ibibigay sa kanya in marriage. At pangatlo, exempted ang kanyang pamilya sa pagbabayad ng tax. Ba okay yung reward ano? But you know what? Narinig lahat yun ni David, pero he had the courage to face Goliath not on the basis of incentives. The question is, yung courage ba natin as we face the battles of life are being motivated by wealth, by motivated by incentives, by what we can gain, o motivated yun dahil yung honor ng Panginoon ang nakataya. Si David, he was after the glory of God, not after the glory of wealth. Adyan po kayo. Alam ko lahat, marami sa inyo nagtatrabaho, nagninegosyo. But first and foremost, before you are a businessman, you are a believer first. Meaning, your duty, our duty, is to lift up the name of the Lord every time. Kung magninegosyo ka, magandang tumubo, pero kung tutubo ka man, hindi ba mas maganda kung hindi ka nandaya? Tama ho ba? Because the name of the Lord is at stake. <clears throat> Gusto mong malutas yung problema mo, may madali lang yan, maglagay ka. Pero, 
makukuha mo nga ang tagumpay, the question is, paano naman yung pangalan ng Panginoon sa buhay natin? Are you there? So when David heard it, he was not actually motivated by the wealth. Nagpantig kasi yung tenga niya dahil narinig niya kung paano nilalait ang armies of God. Now, ito po yung ngayon sabi. Nagtanong-tanong si David. Sabi ng verse 20, David asked the man standing near him, what will be done? For the man who kills the Philistine and removes this disgrace from Israel. Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? Sino tong? Uncircumcised. Ano sa Tagalog <laughs> Sino ba itong uncircumcised? Philistine! Alam nyo naman na yung sabihin ng circumcised at saka yung uncircumcised. Kaya lang, hindi maganda sa Tagalog eh. Okay. That he should defy the armies of the living God. Eh ngayon, may mga nakarinig. David nito, mukhang willing siyang lumaban. Pero narinig din yung kanyang mga kapatid. Sabi ng mga kapatid, David, kilala ka namin, anyabang-yabang mo naman. Nagpunta ka lang dito para manood ng gera o manood ng labanan. Ang yabang-yabang mo. Ang sabi ni David, Can I, can I even speak? Ititignan nyo sa King James Version ang sinabi, Is there not a cause? Is there not a valid cause? So he was after the cause, not after the money. Not, not the cost. Or I should say, not the money, but the, the cause of fighting against Goliath. It's a worthy cause. Why? Because he would fight for the honor of God. Alam nyo, kakaiba yung basketball kahapon, sabi nila, sa ordinaryong basketball. Kasi ang daladala nilang kupukunan, kupunan ay hindi yung Ginebra, hindi yung Pure Foods, hindi yung, uh, yung team nila sa Pilipinas, kundi yung pangalan ng Pilipinas. Di ba? Kaya masyado silang pressure dahil buong Pilipinas nakabackup sa kanadaladala yung pangalan ng kanilang bayan. Now, si David hindi lamang niya daladala yung pangalan ng kanyang bayan, daladala niya yung pangalan ng Panginoon sa kanyang buhay. Let me tell you this, guys. Kayo mismo, as a believer of the Lord, sa inyong pakikisalamuha, sa inyong pagkatrabaho, sa inyong pagninegosyo, sa inyong pagpasok sa eskwela at sa trabaho, tandaan mo ninyo ito, daladala ninyo ang pangalan ng Panginoon. Tinitignan nila ang inyong buhay kung si Jesus nga ay buhay sa inyo. Kaya minsan, Baka mamaya nasabi sa inyo, ba, kristyano ka pala? Sampung taon na tayo magkasama dito, hindi mo sinasabi, kristyano ka? Kasi hindi alata. Kasi pinagmamasdan nila yung kilos mo, kung yung kilos mo ay kapareho ng bagay na sinasabi mo. Andiyan po ba tayo? David was taking hold the honor of his God. And so, inignore ni David yung pangungutya ng kanyang mga kapatid na siya rin namang natatakot at tayo lumaban. Ang sabi ng verse 31, What David said was overheard and reported to Saul. And Saul sent for him, David said to Saul, Let no one lose heart on account of the spirit and your servant will go and fight him. Anong sabi niya? Huwag kayong manlupaypay. Huwag kayong manlumo. Dahil sa Philistine na ito, ako, your servant, will go and fight him. Anong ibig po sabihin? Si David, nagpipresenta si David na siya yung lalaban. 
eh kung titignan niyo yung kalagayan ni David, at kung kayo naman si Haring Saul, pag nakita niyo si David, he was just a boy, and then this is an, a veteran fighting warrior, nine feet tall, complete in all of his armors. Kung ikaw si Saul, how would you gauge? Parang hindi yata mat siya. Parang may problema. Parang ito, boxing ang nilalaro, ito wrestling. Parang hindi bagay. Kaya sabi ni Saul, Nako, you cannot fight him, bata ka lang. You're only a boy. Only a boy. Do you believe that without God in our lives, we are only a boy? The warrior is just a child without God. Tayo yung pagkasaktan umiiyak sa sangsulok. Pag may problema, nangangamot ng ulo. Pag walang pera, nagahalap ng mautangan. You're just a child without the Lord. But the good thing about us being a child of God is that we have a great God that makes us a warrior. Amen? Tayo ay may dakilang Diyos, kaya tayo ay isang mandirigma ng Panginoon. At kapag kasama natin ng Panginoon, doon lang tayo tunay nagiging mandirigma. Kung wala ang Diyos, the warrior is just a child. Now, what is courage? Courage is not the freedom from fear. It is the obedience to God's will in the midst of fear. Now, anong dinidemonstrate ni David? David was actually demonstrating courage on the basis of his faith and knowledge of God. Hindi siya nagtatapang-tapangan lang. It was not motivated by, by the, the glory of wealth. It's, he was not being motivated by the glory of popularity. He was not being motivated by just human courage or fleshly courage. Siga-sigaan o nagyayabang. He was not motivated by arrogance. Yon ang tingin ng kanyang mga kapatid. But David was motivated by his obedience with God. Sa buhay natin as we face life's battle, we always have to think of the honor of God. That in your office, in your business, in your field of endeavor, gusto nating manalo, not just for the sake of winning, not for the sake of the prize, not for the sake of incentive, not for the sake of reward, but we would like to raise the honor of our God. And that's what makes our work worship. When you work, you think God Himself as your ultimate boss, then that makes your work worship. Adyan po kayo. Kapag ikaw, kahit ikaw ay nanalangin, ang panalangin mo ay wala sa puso, that your prayer is not even worship. Adyan po kayo. But when you pray, if it comes from the heart and led by the Spirit, that prayer becomes a worship. Yung pag-upo ninyo dyan, kung kayo ay nakaupo lang, dahil wala kayong magawa sa bahay nyo, nagpunta kayo rito at malamig ang aircon, that's not worship. But when you are there listening, and Lord, I would like to hear from you, God, I would like to take hold of your word and put it into my heart, then you're sitting down there is worship. Because worship is more than a song. Amen? Now, si David, yung courage was motivated by his knowledge and faith in God. Kasi kilala niya na ang Diyos sa kanyang buhay. Kilala niya ang Diyos na kanyang pinaglilingkuran. Ayaw niya na mabawasan ang honor ng Panginoon sa kanilang bayan. So he stood up for a godly cause. That should always be our motivation in any kind of battle. When, God, when your boss gave you a task, always think not just really of the reward. That's part of it. That's given. 
Pero ang iisipin mo, paano kaya mapaparangalan ng Panginoon sa buhay ko? Pag mag-take ka ng examination, it's not just about passing the examination. It's about giving God the glory and honor on the way you take the examination. Amen. Pumasa ka naman, pero katakot-takot na pandaraya yung ginawa mo. Nabigyan mo ba ng honor ang Panginoon? Because even when you are taking that examination, that itself can be a worship when you think that this is for the honor of God. Amen? Whatever you do, you put God first. Whether you eat or drink, do it for the glory of God. Even your drinking, kapag ang pag-inom mo ay punong-puno ng pagreklamo, yung pag-inom mo ay isang pag-inom lang. Pero magiging pagsamba ang iyong pag-inom kung sa pag-inom mo ng tubig, pinasalamatan mo ang Diyos sa salamat Panginoon sa tubig na ito. At inisip mo, ngayon ay biyaya pa rin na galing sa Diyos. Amen? Because worship is more than a song. Now, tignan po natin yung pangalawang bahagi, confidence. Papano dinisplay ni David yung kanyang confidence sa Diyos sa gitna ng labanan? Now, sabi nyo po ng verse 33, Saul replied, You are not able to go, ag- to go against this Philistine and fight him. You are only a young man and he has been a warrior from his youth. But David said to Saul, Your servant has been keeping his father's ship. When a lion or a bear came and carried off a ship from the flock, I went after it, struck it, and rescued the ship from its mouth. When it turned on me, I seized it by its hair, struck it, and killed it. Now, dito po pinapakita kung paano sinasabi ni David yung kanyang karanasan sa Panginoon, sa kaligtasan ng Panginoon. Kayo ba naranasan nyo na sa buhay ninyo, gipit na gipit kayo, hindi nyo alam ang gagawin, tapos sa atin, biglang dumating ang Panginoon, ni-rescue kayo. That the problem is even bigger than yourself, your financial problem is bigger than what you can earn, tapos biglang niligtas kayo na pa, sinakarana sa tasa kamay. Wow. Marami sa atin, hindi lang kayo, pati ako, marami sa atin, nakaranas ng ganito. Na kung sabi ni verse 36, Your servant has killed both the lion and the bear. This uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them because he has defied the armies of the living God. The Lord who rescued me from the paw of the lion and the paw bear will rescue me from the hand of the Philistine. Now, bakit ganun na lamang yung kumpiyansa ni David sa kaligtasan ng Panginoon. Bakit ganon? It is because kilala niya ang kanyang Diyos na pinaglilingkuran. The question is, gano'n niyo kakilala ang Panginoon sa inyong buhay? Kilala niya bakit? Dahil bago siya makipaglaban kay Goliath, natatanungin ko kayo, ito, hindi ito tricky question ha. Sino ang mas mahirap kalaban? Yung lion, saka yung bear, o si Goliath? Sigurado kayo? Nakakita na ba kayo ng lion? Yung bear? O si Goliath? Isip-isip. Ha? Now, ang sagot doon, hindi ko rin alam. Kasi hindi ko nakita si Goliath. Hindi <laughs> ko rin nasubukan makipaglaban. Pero si David nasubukan niya makipaglaban. Now, pareho lang ho dahil pareho nasa bingit yung kanyang kamatayan. Amen? Now, si David lang, sinasabi niya, nung ako, yung aking inaalagaang mga to, tupaya, atakihin ng bear at saka ng lion, nire-rescue ko sila. Nilalabanan ko, hinawa ko sa kanilang bibig. Lion, hinawa ka sa bibig. At sabi niya, pinapatay ko ito, ginagapi ko ito. 
Anong ibig sabihin nun? Si David, without him knowing it, dahil siya'y matapat sa pag-aalaga sa kakaunti niyang tupa, eh hindi naman kanya, kundi sa tatay niya. Dahil yung mapagkatiwalaan sa maliit, mapagkatiwalaan din sa malaki. Nung lumarating ang Lion of Earth, ginagapi niya ito. Ibig sabihin, alam ni David na sa mga sandaling yun, nakikipaglaban siya sa Lion and Bear, alam niya, kasama niya si Lord. The cost may be so small. Eh, ano ba nung kumain ng isa dyan? Di naman kayang itong mga napakarami ba may 100 ship ako narito. Hindi mo niyata kayang kainin yan ng isang layon at isang bear ng isang kainan eh. Hindi ba? Pwedeng para may ligtas ko na yung buhay ko. Pagbigay na ako sa kanilang tag-iisa sila, umalis na sila. Ako malamang ganun ang gawin ko. Why? Kesa naman ako ang lapain at kainin. Tama? Pero hindi, hindi papayag si David. Because sa kanyang pag-aalaga ng kanyang tupa, ang boss niya, hindi talaga yung tatay niya, ang tunay niyang boss ay ang Diyos. When you work in your company, your ultimate boss is not your employer, but God Himself. So iniisip niya sa Panginoon ito. So nakikipaglaba siya, inirirest niya yung kanyang boy, pero doon nakita ni David ang pagkilos ng kamay ng Diyos sa kanyang buhay. Alam niyo mga kapatid, yung mga nakalipas yung karanasan, hindi yung aksidente. Nung nasubukan niyo, paano kayo niligtas ng Panginoon? Mayroong dahilan ng Panginoon. And God was actually preparing him for a greater battle. Greater battle not because Goliath is greater than the lion and the bear. It's because yun ang magiging dahilan para siya ay maipromote ng Panginoon at madala sa palasyo ilang isa sa mga sundalo. Adyan po kayo. Maaari yung ginagawa niyo ngayon parang it makes no sense at all. Parang paano ko mapupunan ng boss ko dito sa trabaho ko? Ang litlit ng bagay na aking ginagawa pero tinitrain ka lang pala ng Diyos. So that when the breakthrough would come, would, magkakaroon tinatawag na tipping point, yung tinatawag na jumping point mo, dahil trinain ka na ng Panginoon sa, sa maliit na bagay, nung makikipaglabang ka ngayon sa isang responsibilidad, saktong-sakto naman, biglang naroon yung boss mo, nakita kung paano mong tininabaho, and suddenly, na-promote ka right away. Andiyan po kayo? God will be the one to create an opportunity for you, an open door for you. Just be faithful in small things. May nakakakita man, oh, wala, do it for the honor of God. Because time will come. Time will come that God will use that attitude to honor you and to catapult you to a higher level of position. To promote you even financially and in your position in your company. Marami pong paraan ng Panginoon at tinitignan lang Diyos ng ang ating puso. Now, on that basis, on that experience of God's salvation upon His life, si David po, mga kapatid, ay nagtitiwala pinakita niya ang kanyang pagtitiwala sa kaligtasan ng Panginoon. Now, in verse 45, David said to the Philistine, You come against me with sword and spear and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of armies of Israel, whom you have defied. It's a confidence on God's name. Alam ba ninyo na si David, nung sinabi sa kanya ni, ni Saul, O oh, sige, ikaw na nga lumaban, lumaban ka na. Pagpalaan ka ng Diyos. Sinukutan siya ng lahat ng baluti. Okay, alam niyo yung baluti? Armor. <laughs> Armor. Nilagyan siya ng helmet, nilagyan siya ng breastplate, ng belt, nilagyan siya ng sandals, binigyan siya ng sword, binigyan siya ng shield. Eh, sa liit ni David, dahil bata pa, <clears throat> conventional fight, hindi niya kaya. Bakit? Because he was not trained that way. Pangalawa, mas malaki, mas mabigat pa yata sa kanya yung lahat ng mga armor niya. So, ang ginawa, tinanggal niya, hindi ako sanay dito. At alam niyo ang kanyang ginawa? Alam niyo na, dahil story na ito eh. 
kumuha siya ng tirador. Okay? At kumuha ng five smooth stones. Bakit smooth? Dahil kapag ka hindi smooth yun, wala sa tamang direksyon. Kaya kailangan bilog. Andiyan po ba kayo? Now, sino palagay nyo ang nag-provide ng stones na yun? Si God. Sino nag-provide ng tirador? Si God. Sino ang nag-provide ng paghagis niya ng tirador, yung direksyon ay pumunta sa noon ni Gulayat? Si God. Pero si David yung nakipaglaban. It appears that David fought the battle, but actually God himself was the one who fought for David. In times of battle, God will fight for you. It's not your battle, but it's the battle of God when you are thinking of the honor of God. If you serve the agenda of God, God will serve your agenda. If you will serve the purpose of God, God will serve your purpose. Anong sabi niya? But I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, yun ang tunay na kapagpabagsak, hindi yung tirador. Yung tirador, yung bato, is just an instrument. Pero ang pinangawakan ni David ay yung kanyang pagkitiwala sa pangalan ng Panginoon. Amen? Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will trust in the name of our Lord our God. Amen? Yung iba nagtitiwala sa padrino, iba nagniniwala sa kanyang pera, sa lagay system, sa kanyang connection. But we will just put our trust in the name of the Lord. Amen? Amen. Come on, let's give Him praise. You know what? Si David po, tumatawa taas. Si Goliath, tumatawa siya. Sabi niya, anong palagay niyo sa akin? Umakita niya si David. Anong palagay niyo sa akin? Aso? Binibigay niyo sa akin ang batang ito? Ipapakain kong kanyang laman sa mga ibon sa kalangitan. Tumatawa ko si Goliath. Niminamaliit niya si David. Pero alam niyo, hindi ko natinag si David dahil kilala niya ang kanyang Diyos. The voice of Goliath is the voice of the devil in you. In your family, in your health. Ayos, sakit mo. <laughs> Hindi nagagaling yan. <laughs> yan, utang mo. Yan. Hindi mo na kayang bayaran yan. Yan na, papamana mo sa mga anak mo at sa anak ng mga anak mo yung utang mo. That's the voice of the devil. Hindi mo kaya yan. Hindi mo kadi ka pwedeng ma-promote dahil palakasan sa kumpanya yan. Hindi ka na makakahanap ng trabaho. Diba? Ilang beses ka na nagpasa ng application, hindi ka matanggap-tanggap, lagi sasabihin, tatawagan ka, hindi naman kinukuha ang cellphone number mo. <laughs> the devil will say all of those words to put you down, to kill the spirit within you. At po ba kayo? Gagawin niya ang lahat ng panlalait. But you know what? Ito po yung sabi ni David. Verse 46, This day, the Lord will deliver you into my hands. That's a word of faith. And I'll strike you down and cut off your head. This very day, I will give the carcasses of the Philistine army to the birds and wild and the wild animals. And the whole world will know that there is God in Israel. Wow! Come on, let's give Him praise. And... All those gathered here will know that it is not by sword or a spear that the Lord saves. For the battle is the Lord's and He will give all of you into our hands. That's confidence. 
in the victory of God. Sino nagsasabi sa inyong papagtagumpay tayong lahat? Taas ang kamay. Yung ayaw magtaas, ano kayo? We are all victorious in Christ Jesus more than 2,000 years ago. Christ has already given us the victory. On this, at this point, dahil kilala ni David yung kanyang Diyos, alam niyang mananalo siya. He was fighting for the honor of his God. Kilalang kilala niya ang Diyos na kanyang pinaglilikuran. Ganun po ba tayo kakumpiyansa? Ang tanong ngayon sa atin, sino ba yung pinagtitiwalaan natin? For your promotion, sino ang pinagtitiwalaan niyo? Ay, boss ko, kasi malapit kami nung close kami nung. Ang pinagtitiwalaan ko, yung ano, yung sa examination, yung matalino yung katabi ko eh. <laughs> Siya ang pinagtitiwalaan. Where is your confidence? Ah, may ka- mayroon akong kaibigan, best friend, na milyonaryo. Sa panahon ng utang ko, alam ko, nakatakbo ko sa kanya. Where is your confidence? Ayun, si Buana Luwilier. Kung uh, sing ko, pwede ko isang laro mataas ang bigay. Where is your Nasaan ang inyong tiwala? Nasa sarili, nasa ibang tao, nasa material na bagay, nasa skin ninyo, o ang tiwala ninyo ay nasa Panginoon. As I said, more than 2,000 years ago, ang tagumpay binigay na sa atin. We just have to actualize and demonstrate the victory. The victory is already ours. Kaya ang sabi po sa Ephesians 3.20, Now to Him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly, above all that we ask or think, according to the power that is at work in us. Who among you believes that you have the power of God if you have Christ? Raise your hands. You have the power of God. And it's at work. Hindi yan nakahinto. Kumikilos yan. Ayon sa ating pananampalataya. To Him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Once we display our confidence before God, the Lord is going to honor our faith. And He's going to give us the conquest. And this is exactly what happened to David. It's a divine conquest that he received because it was not him who defeated Goliath, but it's actually God himself. Ang sabi ng 1 Samuel 17, verse 48 to 51, As the Philistine moved closer to attack him, David ran quickly toward the battle line to meet him. Ito yung confidence. Si David pa yung nakuna sa battle line. Aggressive siya. Reaching into his bag and taking out a stone, he slung it and struck the Philistine on the forehead. The stone sank into his forehead and he fell face down to the ground. Piro nyo, napakalaking tao. Kaprasong bato lang pala ang magpapabagsak sa kanya. Reaching into his bag and taking out a stone. Oh, I should say. So David triumphed over the Philistine with a, slung, with a sling and a stone without a sword in his hand. He struck down the Philistine and killed him. Ito pa. David ran and stood over him. He took hold of the Philistine's sword and drew it from the sheath. After he killed him, he cut off his head with the sword. Yung sandatang ginamit kay David ay yung din sandatang ginamit niya laban sa kaaway. Alam ba ninyo na kayang gawin ng Diyos na yung sandatang ginagamit sa inyo ng kaaway ay sandatang gawagamitin ng Diyos para i-promote din kayo? At yung sandata rin yung nanggagamitin niya para gapiin ang kaaway. Kung kayo, chinichismis kayo sa kumpanya, chinichismis kayo, yung chismis na yun, pinapasikat kayo. Mas lalo kayo nakilala. Suddenly, napatunayan, mali pala, pero kilala na yung pangalan nyo. 
All things work together for good to those who love God and called according to His purpose. Amen. Ang pangit na bala ay kayang gawing maganda ng Panginoon para sa mga taong tunay na nagmamahal sa kanya tinawag ayon sa kanyang banal na layunin. Bakit pinutol ni David yung ulo? Ay malay mo kung nagtutulog-tulogan lang yun. Di ba? Alam mo, patay, patay, patay ako. Kaya anong ginawa ni David? Siniguro niyang patay. Kinuha niya yung sandata at pinugutan niya sa ulo. Meaning, it's a complete victory when you fight against the enemy, especially if we are praying for a changed life, kapatid, yung bisyo mo, nakaaway mo, na hindi mo maatalis-alisan, kinakailangan pugutin mo yung ulo niya. Siguraduhin mo mapapatay siya, wala kang ititira. Andiyan po kayo. Get the complete victory. Thank God right away. Kung kayo may bisyo, nag-i-struggle kayo ron, nakakasira sa pamilya ko ito, hindi nakakabuti, kailangan iwanan ko na itong number two, number three, itong number four. Pwede na rin. Putulin niyo yung ulo. Ibig sabihin kasi yung ulo is the head. Yung buhay na kasalalay. Nakakita na ba kayong putol na ulo na kumikindat? Wala. Kasi patay na yun eh. Amen? Ibig sabihin, once you fight against the enemy, make sure he is totally defeated. Wala kayong ititira. Why? Because ang binigay na tagumpay sa atin ni Jesus ay a complete victory, not a partial victory, but a complete victory for all of us. Amen? And so David... May this song once again. Sabi niya, Therefore, I will praise you, Lord, among the nations. I will sing the praises of your name. He gives his king great victories. He shows unfailing love to his anointed, to David and to his descendants forever. David made this song once again, reflecting the glory and the victory of God in his life. Mga kapatid, hindi ba pagkatapos ng unos? pagkatapos ng gera at ikaw ay nagtagumpay, napakasarap lalo pa na magpuri sa Panginoon. Amen? Praise God. And you know what? I would like to give you a good news. Ang tagumpay natin na hindi kukunin pa lang, ang tagumpay natin ay tapos na, tinapos na ng Panginoon. Ang sabi ng Colossians 2, 14-15, He canceled the record of the charges against us and took it away by nailing it to the cross. In this way, He disarmed the spiritual rulers and authorities, he shamed them publicly by his victory over them on the cross. Mga kapatid, ang labanan po ay tapos na. Binigay na sa atin ng Panginoon ng tagumpay. Ang lahat ng kaaway ay ipinako kasama ni Jesus doon sa krus. At nung si Jesus ay mabuhay, ang ating pag-asa, ang ating buhay na walang hanggan, ang ating buhay ay buhay na buhay. That's why sa pumagitan ng Kristo, we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus who loved us. Amen? In this way, let us honor His name even in times of life's battle. When we face our enemy with a divine confidence in our heart, with a divine courage, and receiving divine conquest, we are going to honor His name even in times of life's battle. My question right now is, ano yung gera na kinakaharap nyo ngayon sa buhay ninyo? You may be fighting a bigger battle than before, but it doesn't really matter because we have a bigger God. Kung ang kaaway mo man ngayon ay problema sa pamilya, problema sa marriage, ang kaaway mo ngayon ay problema sa trabaho, mga kapatid, God is greater than the totality of problems in this world. And that God is with us. And He made us more than conqueror in Christ Jesus. 
We hope you were inspired by that message. Watch out for more updates on coming events in our website at www.victoryalabang.org. You can also be part of the family by liking us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang and following us on twitter.com slash victoryalabang. Thank you and stay connected.